Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Nicole. And I'm Gina. And today we are dishing about three super common cereals that are perhaps more nourishing than you may think. Uh, But first, a little catching up. It's been a long time. Gina, what's going on? Are your legs recovered from your your half marathon? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh. They did. They finally recovered. I will say we'd only gotten up. Nick and I had only gotten up to 10 miles uh, for training. I shouldn't say only. For me, that is a lot. That's a long, long run. And we were to the point where we would finish our training and our legs weren't sore anymore. But so I assumed just three more miles wouldn't be that different. And it really wasn't that different as far as the event, because there's so many people cheering you on. The adrenaline is, is so high. I mean, it was probably the easiest run we have done. I mean, honestly, we, we talked the whole time. It was just, again, so much adrenaline. But afterwards, my legs were sore for about three days. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it took us a while to recoup from that, even though it seemed, quote unquote, easy in the moment when I stopped, I... I felt it. In fact, Nick had to pee probably about halfway into it. And he, I was like, I'm not like waiting for you. You can sprint to catch up with me. And he said, I'm not sprinting to catch up with you. And then he was like, you know what? No, if I stop and pee, I'm not going to be able to start again. And I kind of understand what he means yeah. because the moment we stopped, I just wanted to sit and sit for the rest of the day, for the rest of the week and not move a muscle. And that's essentially what we did. <laughs> oh. But it was good. It was good. And you said Nick wants to do it every year. He does. If he wants to do that, that's great. I I don't like the way it feels on my joints, my pre-arthritic joints. I'm assuming I'm going to get arthritis. It's in my family. I just don't, I don't like the way it feels. I probably will never do it again. Yeah. That's kinda... and he has arth- he's got arthritis oh, no, in his no, no, family hi. too. There you go. I- yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I'm not sure if he really, I think that was just like a sort of a, you know, he, he was, a, it was like a, a moment of pure, you know, he was high and he was, his, you know, endorphins were up and he just felt really, really good in the moment. And that's just what he said. You know, it was just the best feeling once you, you finish that race, you just feel good. You'll say anything. I think that was kind of <laughs> one of those, one of those situations. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, so otherwise uh, things around here have just been busy. You know, I, I'm still working full time in my job. And then I started, you know, this new intuitive eating business, uh, Nutrition Unmeasured, which I am working, you know, I'm sort of finding time here and there to work on. And I'm also, I decided to teach a class where I work for the university in the spring semester, which is taking a lot of a lot of time to put together. It's a four credit hour class. Let's just say I am incredibly busy and I, 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 mm, I am trying to get some self-care in there in the middle, I, you know, practice what I preach, but it has been difficult, but I, you know what? I'm still hanging in there and uh, managing to find time hanging out with the family. Honestly, I've, I've been really proud of myself, you know, not putting too much. I'm obviously doing a lot with my business and with everything else, but I'm still making time for me, believe it or not, and for my my kids and my family. So, you know, I haven't gotten to the point where, 
you know, it, things have just gotten too crazy, but there, I, th- I feel like I'm on the brink of needing to really just rein it in and slow down. Something's got to give at some point, Yeah. but you know, things are good. What about you, Nicole? What's going on? Uh, well, I've been sick for over a week. Is there this gnarly cold going? I have to test for COVID. Like I've got to test because at this stage I've got a, got a headache and I just want to sleep all the time. I'm just exhausted. Um, so it's been over a week, well over a week, and I'm just sick of being sick. Uh, however, it seems like every meeting I'm on at work virtual is everybody's like, oh, sorry for my voice. I'm sick. So I, I don't know. I, I think there's just all the junk kind of going around. Um, and yeah, kind of like you, it, life's just been really busy and I I haven't taken or had that time. I haven't taken because life is not going to give me the time. Um, so I feel like I need to to kind of take it um, to recover and recuperate. But yeah, our next episode on sleep, I was taking the test that you posted and I was like, yeah, I mean, I have very healthy sleep habits and right now it's just not enough. Like I need more. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, also not helping is outdoor soccer. <laughs> it was... I swear Monday's game, I was like, oh, it's for sure going to get canceled. I mean, it was like 40 mile an hour winds, like just all this rain and cold. Oh, no. Soccer. Full on. I'm like, okay, so here we are sitting outside in this crappy, crappy weather. I'm sick and we're watching soccer. Mm. Uh, Lovely. But Mm. uh, both girls have really enjoyed the outdoor season and both have voiced interest in playing indoor which fortunately um, sounds to be only Saturdays. So that will be nice. It's this whole weekday thing that is killing me. It's just, and the time that the soccer games are is like six o'clock. So you have to be there at 545 and you don't get home till 715. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. when do you eat dinner? When do you make dinner? When when do you do anything that resembles like a normal evening? It's just (laughs) terrible. Uh, Brutal. So that doesn't start till uh, early November. So we'll have a couple weeks off there. And then uh, both girls join a swim team, which is a great option because it's a little bit earlier in the evening. Uh, we can kind of rally back here for dinner time, which I love. And there's no set schedule. You can go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, none of the above, all of the above. I just love that. Mm-hmm. So it's a set time. And then if you want to um, set time, but open days and you can go as little or as much as you want. And then the meets are on, I think it's one weekend or one Saturday a month, but it's completely optional. I'm like, yes, this is what I need in my life. It's like very non-committal, a great option. And my kids are just little fish. They're really, really good swimmers. So they're loving that after day one. And also, uh, Gina, we have a ranked Illinois football team. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I didn't know. What are you guys ranked? Uh, 24 25. Nice. Yeah, that was before our win last week. Uh, so that's super exciting. We've been enjoying that. My chili contest. Yeah, I'm trying to carve out a little bit of self care on the weekends, just enjoying football and making chili. And just even if it's like a quiet Saturday night at home. Yeah, we we're not dating like we used to. Like we, we, you know, a lot of you and I would both have goals of like going out, you know, once a month or whatever. Now I'm just like, can we make chili and stay at home? Um, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. I guess that's part of getting old. Uh, and in a few weeks, we're going to Cancun, just the two of us. So that'll be a lot of fun. And that's yeah, that's it. Whew. exhausting, exhausting. Yeah. Life so going on. Yes, life. 
All right. Well, uh, before we begin this episode, just a quick favor to ask, since you like this podcast, please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us. And of course, they help us reach more people. So we'd appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, And jumping in today, all on the topic of cereal, which I think we've touched on at some point in the past. I mean, we're going on three years of podcasting here. I'm sure we've talked about cereal. Uh, Hugely popular breakfast, of course, as well as a snack item. I mean, cereal has an entire aisle dedicated to its offerings in pretty much every major U.S. grocery retailer. Uh, Kids love cereal. I love cereal. Uh, It's certainly convenient and quick. I need more of that in my life. Um, However, the nutritional merits of cereal are kind of all over the board. So we thought we would take some time today to talk about some things to consider perhaps when selecting cereals and our three picks uh, when it comes to mainstream cereals that may be more nourishing than you think. So we're talking like major cereal brands um, that you can find just about anywhere. So to start, uh, does it surprise you, Gina, that the top three cereals in terms of sales are number one, Honey Nut Cheerios, number two, Frosted Flakes, and number three, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Lucky Charms is number four if there's any curious minds. Any surprises there? Yeah, I'm definitely surprised that Honey Nut Cheerios are number one. I feel like that's because moms, dads out there think of it as a sweet cereal that their kids will love, but also it has some nourishment. Maybe. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised about Cinnamon Toast. No, 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 no. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Actually, no, no, no. My kids eat that. I was thinking it was the cinnamon. You know that there's cinnamon toast crunch and then there's like those cinnamon, like those thick little toasts. Do you you remember those? Mm, That's what I was thinking that that was. But no, cinnamon toast crunch. I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised, I guess, is is my is my answer. I would have thought Lucky Charms would be would be actually top three. Which is your favorite of those four? Cinnamon toast crunch. I love cinnamon toast crunch. (laughs) I also love Frosted Flakes. Yeah. All solid oh, I choices. I feel like maybe Lucky or Golden Grams might be ahead of choice. the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, Golden Grams. Mm. I do love Golden Grams. So, so I texted you a picture of the Honey Nut Cheerios nutrition label. And I'm just... So this is number one. This is number one in terms of sales. I guess my question is, and we're going a little just like rogue on today's show, a little ad lib mm-hmm. here, but... The three things that I look for, um, kind of nutri- nutrient wise, would be iron, fiber, sugar, and then maybe protein. Is there what would you add or subtract or change on that list for you, if anything? Yeah, I I agree with you. I I look for fortification. I think that there is something to be said. I think people think fortification means it's processed. There's a reason why foods are fortified. I mean, our kids and ourselves, we're not getting enough of these B vitamins, minerals like iron that you mentioned. And that's okay. I mean, that's why we have fortification, especially, you know, in the winter, vitamin D is, you know, I'm looking at this and there's vitamin D added. Uh, Not not a whole lot, but there's some. Mm -hmm. Actually, there's 10%. That's pretty good. So I think what you said makes a lot of sense. Uh, For my kids recently, I've been posting on my Instagram, the protein needs are just, I feel like they don't get any protein sometimes. So looking for that in a, in a breakfast cereal, especially because I feel like it's best to start off your morning with a good amount of protein to kind of carry them through till they get to lunch. And so the three grams here is, you know, it's better than zero, but yeah, I think I agree with your list. Okay. 
And I was doing a little bit of research, like how much sugar is a good amount of sugar for a cereal? A lot of them said like six grams. That is not a lot of sugar. I mean, <laughs> that tastes like cardboard. <laughs> yeah, that's like Kashi, the little twigs. Um, <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, so six grams. To, I don't know that I would necessarily put like a hard, fast number on sugar. Uh I think it just depends on what the fiber is because yeah, are there cereals that have a ton of protein? No, I mean, five grams, six grams maybe is about where you're going to max out. So that's less than an ounce per serving. You're assuming that the cereal is probably going to be served with milk, in which case you're going to be picking up the bulk of your protein from from that source. Um, But I guess when I'm looking at the Honey Nut Cheerio label, I'm not overly wowed. Um, so three grams of protein, the fiber is three grams. Interestingly, it's less than one gram of soluble fiber. I just find that interesting. I would assume that most of the fiber is soluble. Uh, the total sugar. Of oats. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree with that. And oats then, have soluble fiber. Yes. And oats is the first ingredient. So it's like, oh, where'd that soluble fiber go? Uh, total sugars is 12 and all of that is added sugar. And iron is at 20%, I think I saw. Yeah, which is good. That's a really good source of iron. So I guess when I'm looking at the Honey Nut Cheerios label, that would be the shining star for me in that pick. Do you, I guess overall, would you say Honey Nut Cheerios is more nutritionally solid than people might think? I think so. You know, people think, oh, the first word is honey. You know, mm-hmm. and that must be a sweet cereal that my I need to limit in my child's diet, which I hope you wouldn't think that anyway. Uh, but yeah, you look at the label and it's like, whoa, actually, it's I, I I think it's a pretty a pretty good choice. I really do, especially when you add some some milk on top of that. Maybe slice some bananas in there too if your kids will let you, and if they like that, uh, yeah. And and kind of going back to your your total sugar comment, I agree. I don't necessarily give like a hard quick fast rule for this, but I do tend to actually look for uh, 12 grams or less, believe it or not, not to say that if I see 13 or 15, I won't get it for myself or for my kids, but that's kind of what I aim for in a, in a, a cereal. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just a gentle guideline. I love it. Uh, okay. So Honey Nut Cheerios was not one of the top three that I picked, but I thought it was a notable mention. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so in no particular order, I think I'm actually saving the most surprising for last, but first I, I think my, my pick would be, uh, Frosted Mini Wheats. And just to kind of run through this one, uh, it has six grams of dietary fiber. Interesting. Less than one is soluble again. It's so interesting that I haven't looked. Clearly, I don't look at labels all that much, or, or at least not in in so much detail. Total sugars is the same as Honey Nut Cheerios at twelve. Protein a little bit higher though at five, and then iron is a hundred percent of the daily value. Wow, that's impressive. <clears throat> it is impressive. Wow, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> that's that's a pretty solid choice, I would say. Um, I think, you know, I come from diabetes land, of course, and carbohydrates is kind of the name of the game there. And when people see 51 grams of carbohydrate, they're kind of like, ee. but the, um, between the amount of fiber protein, it, it's this, this cereal has some staying power and there's something about a little bit of frosting on top that kids tend to, tend to go for. So I just think that frosted mini wheats has 
um, is is more nutritious than uh, people might realize. It sounds like you agree. Because again, it's a frosted. Oh, must not be healthy. Just like with honey, honey nut Cheerios. What? The first word is something that that's sugar. So yeah, the assumption is, I mean, it's coated in sugar. It must not be very, very healthy. But in reality, I think this is one of the better choices out there for sure. And just to kind of go back on your fiber comment, just in case people are wondering what the difference between soluble and insoluble fiber is, soluble fiber is soluble in water and it has more characteristics. It it adds some viscosity. It has some viscosity, first of all, which I know that might not mean anything to anyone. It actually can help lower your blood blood cholesterol and lower your blood sugar. Okay. Insoluble fiber is really, I mean, it's important, but the main uh, benefit with insoluble fiber is to add bulk to your stool. (laughs) So other than that, there's not any, right? Is there anything else that you can think of that is beneficial about insoluble fiber? Yeah, I think it is. It keeps you fuller longer. It it doesn't break down a whole lot. Well, fiber in general, but it's a facilitator. It's going to move things along through you. Um, Things that might come out looking the way they went in. Exactly. Yep. That's the <laughs> um, <laughs> real pleasant thought, I know. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's surprising to me that a lot of that, the fiber that we're seeing in some of these cereals is insoluble. I also think of how I explain it to patients a lot of times is if you think about Frosted Flakes, or I'm not Frosted Flakes, Frosted Mini Weights is a really great example. Say you pour your bowl put your milk on top and somebody rings the doorbell and you get pulled into a 20 minute conversation. You come back, that cereal is going to look, feel a lot different. It's going to absorb all of that milk that's sitting there. Um, And that's, if you think about what that does in your gut, it's very similar and in a very positive thing. Mm, Or if for females, a tampon, you know, throw a tampon in water and see what it does. That's, it's soluble. It's going to take on that, that fluid. Yeah. And then it has good, you know, it has positive benefits in the body for sure. I've also heard it called like the janitor of the bloodstream Mm -hmm. of the gut. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's going to be taking, you know, LDL and putting it back or helping you excrete it or put it back in the liver for storage versus having it circulate through the blood. So there's a lot of perks. I mean, soluble, if I were to choose a fiber, maybe this is because I don't struggle with constipation. uh, I, I mean, I would put my put my eggs in the soluble basket. I mean, again, both, both serve their purpose, but um, it's interesting that, yeah, most fiber is soluble. So maybe that's why some of these manufacturers are, are leaning more towards insoluble because we don't get as much of it in our diets. I don't know. I'm just making yeah, stuff but up. It's, it's not like they added this. It's not like they were thinking, oh, how are we going to get you know uh, people to buy our cereal? Let's add some insoluble fiber. I mean, it's just, I think this is just naturally occurring in the whole whole grain wheat. That's the first ingredient. Yeah. And I guess in our minds, we're thinking we would have thought it would have been more soluble fiber, especially with the oats. But ah, it was to show what we know. Well, okay. And also, if you, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get real nerdy on you with Boy. with wheat. <laughs> okay. okay so, so wheat as the plant has the bran, which is the outside. It's a good source of fiber and iron, but there's not a whole lot of like taste there. Like if you were just eating, I mean, you've had wheat bran before. It's like sawdust. I mean, there's not a whole lot to it. Nutritional powerhouse, but um, that's where your twiggy taste comes from. But then inside the fluffy white stuff. So when, when people are like, oh, Wonder Bread is made from wheat. Well, yes, but it's the processed inside the fluffy white endosperm is what it's called. That's the bulk of the wheat. Um, 
plant. That's the cheapest part because you can strip off all the other stuff for for health foods, if you will, or health forward foods and, and sell it for more money. It's the smaller portion of the wheat plant. So it's just mm. all economics. But then you have the germ and the, oh, what's the other sperm? I thought that was the, endosperm. Oh, the endosperm. Yeah. So the bran. No, the, endo, uh, the endosperm is the, the fluffy white stuff in the middle, right? brand i don't know you're going you're going way off on me okay here here's the thing but a I actually whole have to teach wheat this. product is the whole thing that's that's kind of what i'm getting at so when you look at like a wonder bread let's say and it says wheat yes but it's not including the bran and the germ which is really where the bulk of the micronutrients um and the fiber are housed in the wheat okay yeah so there is the the germ which is the outside layer and then, or is it the brand? That's the brand. The germ is the little the, like yes, seedy right. looking thing in the middle that's richer and in the, minerals. And the brand has most of the insoluble fiber, yes. believe it or not. Yes. So if you think of a skin of an apple, the inside has a soluble fiber. The outside has that insoluble skin that you're going to end up seeing in your poop later. <laughs> <laughs> Got to chew that part. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So we agree. Uh, that frosted mini wheats is a good choice. Okay. Yeah. A a nutritious, a more nutrient dense choice. All right. Next on here, I've got Kellogg's Raisin Bran. And Mm -hmm. I think this one is worth mentioning because if you were to look at total sugar alone at 17 grams, I think a lot of people who may consult labels would immediately throw it back on the shelf. However, Raisin Bran has raisins in it and raisins have natural sugar. So it's kind of like a lactose situation uh, with milk just because it's sugar does not mean that it's added sugar. So it does have nine grams of added sugar. Um, But I think that that's um, I think that's acceptable. Five grams of protein as well. So a little bit more than some of the other cereal offerings. Uh, And then the fiber is seven grams. Crazy, which clearly it's all insoluble because they don't even break it down into soluble and insoluble, which to me means it's all insoluble fiber. Oh, interesting. Okay. Don't you think? Otherwise, I I feel like they would have broken it down because it just says seven grams of dietary fiber and it does not break it down into soluble Mm -hmm. and insoluble. I could be wrong. And I would also assume that whole grain wheat is mainly soluble or I'm sorry, insoluble fiber. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. And it's interesting to me. Oh, I I do want to note though that that added sugar is really coming in from those raisins. I realize there's natural sugar in the raisins, but they also are coated in sugar, which is why they're so delicious. (laughs) And they stay good in the box for a long time. True. Yes. I am a huge fan of Raisin Bran. And I will tell you, it was one of my cravings when I was pregnant Mm, with both of my children. Me too. In fact, this is weird, but I didn't even necessarily need the raisins. I would just buy the straight up Bran cereal. I mean, this was a legit craving. I mean, I would just make you also craved black beans, black beans and sauerkraut. I was a never a constipated pregnant woman. We will just say that (laughs) (laughs) never was that a problem of mine. Oh, my gosh. I think the one negative surprise, if you will, on Raisin Bran is I would assume the iron would be higher than it is. Considering Mm -hmm. frosted mini wheats had 100% of the daily value, the iron here is 10, which is still good. Um, It is still good, but it's not like knock it out of the park. Well, here's the interesting thing. It doesn't look like it's fortified as much as as the mini wheats. Mm -hmm. 
Right, because it does. Yeah, the mini wheats box had a bunch of uh, minerals and vitamins listed, but this one doesn't have any. And they have, mm-hmm. don't they? Companies have to list what what's fortified. I wonder if they, they do. Gina, you're the one who reads those like eighteen hundred page like right. USDA guidelines. <laughs> I don't really, but <laughs> I want to say that they're supposed to indicate if something's fortified. So that makes sense that this the iron it it's still a good source at ten percent. It's got one point eight milligrams of iron, but it doesn't have that you know higher uh, amount like the mini wheats that again was fortified. So they added extra iron. And I know that raisins have some iron. So I'm wondering if that's just the natural iron found in the product. Mm. But yeah, it's worth noting. Yeah. Well, also delicious is Raisin Bran Crunch. However, I'm going to take this time to put in a little plug for the OG Raisin Bran and not the Crunch. So if you compare the two labels, you're going to miss out on three grams of fiber. So it almost cuts the fiber in half when you opt for the Crunch. Uh, The sugar also goes up. The added sugar goes from nine grams to 13 grams. And the serving size is the same at one cup. The protein also drops a gram. So that's no bueno. And the iron drops from 10% of the daily value to 6%. So I would say when you're going, when you're deciding between those two, the raisin brand OG is definitely um, has a nutritional edge. Yeah, for sure. I'm surprised that the fiber drops that much, but yeah, not good. Okay. Not not as great. It's not that it's not good. Right. It's, not as it's great. fine if you eat it's that fine. and if you serve it to your children. But, you know, Raisin Bran, the OG, it, the OG, it wins. And if they like both, go with the OG. All right. This one, I think it was oh my my sexy snots over here. OK, so I think this one was <laughs> uh, a surprise to you. So kicks, uh, kid tested, parent approved as it ends up dietitian approved, too. Just kidding. But um, the serving size, one and a half cups. So very generous on the serving size. That's, I certainly eat more than a cup. That's a joke. Uh, But here, most notably, there is three grams of fiber, which is solid. Total sugars is four. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy low. When you taste kicks, it tastes sweet. It does. It does. It's almost unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, protein drops off a little bit at three grams uh, and the fiber. I don't know if I already said that, but it's three. Uh, the iron is also crazy high. It's 60% of the daily value. Wow. So between I a, getting this for my kids. Yeah. I mean, a cup and a half and you're getting because my kids eat a cup and a half for sure. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Uh, three, three grams of fiber, four grams of sugar, three grams of protein and all that iron. I am just blown away by kicks. Yeah. It gets my gold star, like my number one gold star. I haven't had kicks in years, years, and I honestly, you're right. This one's surprising to me because I never would have considered it for myself or for my kids. But looking at that, you know, if I ate that, I would probably, there's just one texture. I like multi-textured cereal. That's why Mm. I like the Raisin Bran. I like the the mini wheats. Kicks are just kind of a boring ball of crunch. (laughs) So I might add something to it, but- I'm I'm pleasantly surprised with the with the nutritional values. I like these balls of crunch. They're I think they're pretty <laughs> good. I've been on a a buying spree of kicks ever since uh, I I spent some time in the cereal aisle looking at labels and like a weirdo taking photos of them so that I could send them to you for today's show. Uh, I to, love it. <laughs> are there any cereals not mentioned that maybe top your list of super common breakfast cereals that are more wholesome than you would think? <sighs> 
gosh, I don't necessarily think so. Here is something that I like to do, though. I will say my mom taught me this when I was a kid. I would always want, you know, the sweet, sweet, sweet cereal, Lucky Charms, whatever it was. And my mom would buy them for me, but she would also not necessarily tell me that she was doing this, but just stealthily add a little handful of plain Cheerios in there as well, which looking back, I, I did I did I love it that she did that? I don't I don't think I minded it, but I think it's kind of smart. You know, for example, my kids every single morning, they pretty much always either eat waffles or uh, cinnamon toast crunch. And it does, you know, it's fine. But sometimes I'm just like, gosh, I, this is the this is a time that they will eat something. They will actually sit down and eat a meal. I feel like I'm doing them a disservice, not trying to get in something else like a fruit or a vegetable or some more protein. Uh, but even just adding a little handful of Cheerios sometimes will make me feel a little bit better because at least there's some protein in there or another cereal that they that they will enjoy. For example, the Kashi, I just bought this Kashi Crunch, I think is what it's called, or Crush, it's called Kashi Crush, 10 grams of protein in it. And I will wow. tell you, Paige will actually eat this up. It's the peanut butter flavor. It is actually very, very good. Uh, and I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, any cereal is a fine choice, but if you can just think of some ways to, you know, make the whole meal a little bit more nutrient dense, I think that you're you're just fine. Like feed your kids what they want, but then find ways to stealthily or not stealthily, add, you know, add some more nutrients in there and or maybe a fruit or vegetable just to make it a little bit more nutrient dense if, if, if you can. Love it. Yeah. Breakfast cool. is hard for us. It Nick is. has always been, he's been in charge of breakfast since since the kids were little. And I feel, I feel like for a while there, it turned into just one giant plate of sugar. Honestly, what they were eating is, was pancakes with syrup, tons of syrup too, every morning with nothing else. And I finally kind of just had to put on the brakes and, and start to, you know, just plug in some other, some other items that they would like just as well. And that would keep them fuller longer and provide some nourishment other than just straight up carbs. And I, so far, so good. But yes, the Kashi Crush is, is a good one. Yum. Well, Gina, any mom mm-hmm. win, favorite new product or recipe? Or maybe it's a good book that you've read recently. No, I have a mom win because it's actually a favorite new product. I've, I posted on this, uh, this on our Instagram. And I will tell you, we did, we did that episode you, probably over a year ago where we tested those frozen ice cream novelties. And we tested that kind, frozen kind oh, bar. Yeah. And for the longest time, I couldn't find them in the grocery store. I finally found them and brought them home to the kids and they are just smitten. Now, I will tell you, it has inulin. They have inulin in them. So I cannot necessarily eat actually a, a whole one is, is is bad for me. I mean, it'll just give me gas all night long. And actually, I'm starting to wonder if it also gives the kids a little bit of gas because I've noticed that lately. I'm just thinking this as I say this out loud. Anyway, the, here's the thing about inulin is that it's also food for your probiotics. So all the good bacteria in your gut, they like inulin. So, you know, there's pros and cons. But anyway, it's a good choice. It is uh, very tasty. They are a little bit pricey, but the kids and I and Nick, we've just all been fighting over them. Literally, we'll eat an entire box in one night. But, you know, for an every once in a while treat, uh, it's definitely a mom win. <laughs> How much are your boxes? And there's five per box, right? I think there's five a box. I want to say each box is like $6. It's oh, absurd. That's, but that's, a, that's 
if it lasts one night, it's like a six. I guess it's not so terrible now that I'm saying it. I mean, it's like a six dollar dessert for all of us. But yeah, seems a little bit ridiculous. They're a little spicy compared to a popsicle. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or, you know, a piece of candy for dessert. I don't know. A 10 cent piece of candy. Yeah. Yeah, but they're delicious. So good. I the price is honestly what keeps me from buying them more. Um, But yeah, so good. Uh, Well, perhaps a little bit less expensive and could double as a breakfast item. I have um, made several uh, batches of these pumpkin oat bars with chocolate chips. And I'm really into the Bake Believe. It was a mom win um, a couple months ago, but they're, we got them at Costco, but they're Bake Believe chocolate chips. And I talked about them. About, yeah. 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 They they use stevia, which is like, I don't super care. I mean, it's slightly lower in everything because I, when I use chocolate, like I always do more than what the recipe says. <laughs> um, like if I, if there's chocolate chips in it, I also want some chocolate chips on top, but I like that they're not, they're like a subtle chocolate chip to me. And I, I, Chocolate chips are just a little, um, the the flavor is just a little bit much for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like chocolate, but semi-sweet is, I'm more of a milk chocolate girl. I don't know. So mm-hmm. these, these, I know, not you, <laughs> but <laughs> right? You like dark? I, I prefer dark. I still like, I still like milk chocolate. Don't get me wrong, but I do prefer the dark. Yeah. These just taste a little bit more like milk chocolate to me. But anyway, it doesn't matter. You can use whatever chocolate chips you want. Super simple. It's like oats. Um, Coconut oil, pumpkin. Yeah. I mean, like the most basic ingredients ever. And you bake it in an eight by eight and then you can cut it up and refrigerate it. And I would just put it into little squares and the girls would eat it for breakfast or take it for a snack at school, whatever it was. Um, I'm just really into this super simple recipe. Yum. It sounds delicious. I'll have to try those out for sure. I'm into the bars lately. Uh, I'm just making a lot of baked goods because, you know, it's getting cold and that's just, you know, what I want to (laughs) do. Yep. Totally. All right. Well, coming up on October 30th, we will be dishing about self-care, sleep hygiene. So another episode of our self-care series all about sleep. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. And if you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. All right, everyone. Until next time, be well. And Nicole, talk to you soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.